welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. All right, perfect. So I have a guest today, Kevin the Critic. Hey, Kevin. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on to do Space Jam. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, and this is actually your pick. Yes. Yeah, Space Jam has been... uh... It's been a movie that I've loved since I was a kid. I rewatched it this afternoon in preparation for this, and I still think it's awesome. Yes. So I was just going to ask you, like, what kind of memories do you have of this movie exactly? I my memories of this are just very positive. I don't I don't remember when it was like the first time I saw it, but I know that we had it we had it on VHS for a long time. Like that's how that's how old I am. I had VHS tapes everywhere. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we had it on VHS. We I watched it many, many times. I always just enjoyed the zany. I always just enjoyed the Looney Tunes antics of it. I remember like the live action parts as a kid not being very interesting to me because I just liked the cartoons. As I've gotten older, I think the whole thing is pretty funny. Yeah, so I'm glad you picked this one. It was actually a blind spot for me because I have never seen this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Like, I remember it, but I have never seen it. I felt like, I think I was just kind of, like, too old for Looney Tunes. I wasn't interested in them by the time this came out. Yeah. And, or, like, I thought I was too old for it anyway. But (laughs) this film made six billion dollars taking into account all of its merchandising revenue Wait, six, six this movie made six billion dollars yeah so not in theaters uh, but yeah that, like, that would be amazing <laughs> to date with like all of its merchandising it's made six billion dollars so like every wow, that's that's amazing but i remember like fifth grade you could not buy a shirt that didn't have a looney tune on it so that checks out yeah and <laughs> i mean yeah, what's funny about this is like I know that the like I know this thing originated from like a bunch of like night of like just commercials in the '90s. Like that's where it started from, with like just Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan selling like Nike stuff or something. Sure. And then I guess it, those were popular enough they just made a whole movie out of that. Yeah, and the guy that directed those commercials ends up coming like to direct this movie, which is Joe, really crazy. Yeah, Joe Joe Pitka. Yeah, his, I think that's how you pronounce it. I've never yeah. checked. But yeah, that um, yeah, he. I mean, honestly, I I wouldn't have guessed he was a commercial director from this. Like this, I'd say I, the directing in this is actually pretty solid for a guy that's only been doing like commercials beforehand. For the writing that he's given to work with, it's definitely a masterpiece, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, like I think that, I think that the, I think this is pretty funny, but I, I do understand why some people like it's not their cup of tea, because it is, it is really zany. It is like a lot of energy, especially when Looney Tunes arrive. It's very like, it's like really 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 fast and really energetic and if you weren't and if somebody wasn't into that I could see it getting kind of annoying for them yeah and it's weird how Looney Tunes always kind of played to the adults and the children whereas yeah. that was the only I, th- I feel like truly disappointing thing about this movie is that it doesn't so much it really is a movie for kids and in that sense it's great um I mean, I mean it is great because it nails it like it's a good fun kids movie but there wasn't much there for adults well yeah and i know i guess 
something that I noticed watching this is like, I like a lot of the Looney stuff. The Looney Tunes have me like nostalgically, but yeah, I, I think most of the stuff that I was laughing really hard at was more in the live action sections where you have like the actual actors and they're given, at, to me, really funny lines to say. And the yeah. losing stuff was more like it's like it's they get a they get several like you know they get like several little lines here and there but they're not but it's not especially like clever when it comes to how they're written. I think the human stuff if the if the live action portion wasn't there I don't think I'd like this as much. Definitely. As an like as an adult because the live action stuff is like you've got people like Wayne Knight and Bill Murray and a few others who are, who have good comic timing. And so it's just like, they've got funny material to work with. They bring it to life in a way that lesser actors wouldn't have been able to sell, I don't think. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess there are some pretty funny parts to the movie. Um, It's definitely engineered to restore his image. But this movie is massively ambitious. And it's a national treasure, in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) It's like so unique. And and there's nothing you can compare it to. It's the highest grossing sports, not sports film, but basketball film of all time. Oh, God. That that's I I did not know that. That's that that makes me. That's neat. So a little bit of background about like why the script to this and the plot is so discombobulated because yeah. it seems like it should be a simple AB story, but yeah. it's not. It's like it takes a really long time to get to the fun part of the movie, which yeah, is like crazy. It is interesting how kind of dedicated to a, a plot this thing is. Yeah, like bat- and I I appreciate that because I see that they put work into it. But at the same time, like if you're selling this movie on Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes playing basketball together, it then that takes needs a, to happen. It, it <laughs> yeah. takes about forty. I, I think it takes like thirty five minutes for him to get down into the yeah. cartoon land. Exactly. All of a sudden, they're like, "Wow, there's a lot of stuff in this first third of it that as a kid I just kind of glazed over." And then I was like, "I was happy when the Looney Tunes came back on." But yeah, they, they do a lot of stuff in the real world with him where it's like he's feeling uncomfortable being a, a baseball player. And yeah. Stuff. And it's like, wow, there's a lot of adult time in this Looney Tunes movie in the first bit of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, we're getting his whole life story. Like, <laughs> Oh, no. I, was like, and I love the opening credits because it's like the, one of the most yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, I think we'll like, play the opening credits and then I'll... Um, like the, the, the opening scene of this I noticed like if you didn't know what this was and you just saw the opening scene of it you wouldn't have any idea what kind of movie you were about to watch this is like a little boy this little boy playing basketball and then dad comes out and okay the timing of this movie is really interesting we're gonna get into that but I want yeah. I want to play the theme song first yeah this are you ready to slam? Uh, let's do it. Let's slam. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good whoop there. It is like rip off. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, I mean, it definitely puts you, it, it, it gets the film off to a really kind of fun energy. I'll give it that. Like, it kind of gets you ready for the party almost. 
Yeah, definitely. So... <laughs> <laughs> All of these, like, images, like, I wonder if the Michael Jordan Foundation is, like, they call him like, we want to use all of Michael Jordan's like images and accomplishments for our movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Chicago Bulls were literally larger than life when this movie comes out. And <laughs> I mean, they were everything. God, the soundtrack to this movie is... It's, it's, the, the, the fly like amazing. an eagle is featured later. And I think it's in the closing credits. And also, and I, I believe I, I can fly. I, I believe I can fly. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like yeah. every fifth grade class had to sing that this year. Yeah, and then too, like, I love how the, the the ending to this thing is one of the most like, okay, this is officially a kids movie things, but it's like, <laughs> all right, do we spoil things here or no? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, so yeah, okay, so the ending of this, and we're jumping around, like. The, I love how the ending of this is just like it's at a baseball game and a spaceship just lands down in the middle of the field <laughs> and everybody's like, all right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna freak out or run. It's like I mean, the <laughs> I mean when Casper meets Wendy has a more believable open scene of aliens coming down <laughs> to a baseball field than you. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, the timing of this film is pretty interesting. So when you think about the larger story of Michael Jordan's life and his career, they're looking at 1993 to 1996, okay? Mm-hmm. And it completely directly informs this movie. Wow. There's a lot happening in his life during this time. So in three short years, it's the summer of 93, his father is murdered. Ooh. Yeah, I bet you didn't think that's what was going to well, come next. Actually, <laughs> actually I, I kind of vaguely... I vaguely remember that that because well not because I was around during that time because in high school I read a Michael Jordan biography oh okay or a report or something I don't remember much of it but just little snippets like I know that his parents wanted to get him out of a bad neighborhood so he could have a chance to be successful he was very like he was very intense on the court you know when he was interesting I mean yeah I, I don't remember much and I wish I still had it but yeah, I read his biography. I was like, wow, he had a, I remember like he had a very fascinating life on the road to success. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, and this movie, it's like, doesn't know if it's a bio, like a biopic or if it's <laughs> a sports movie. It's, but then in, in March, later that year, okay, in March, he announces his retirement and says that his dad, um, you know, was kind of the last straw and of why he's leaving basketball, um, yeah. that his dad always wanted to see him play baseball. So, mm-hmm. you know, he retires and then he becomes a baseball player. A baseball player, which the movie uses. I mean, it is, again, it is interesting. Like he, right after this awesome opening scene, the, it's like he cuts to a press conference of him saying, I'm, I'm leaving basketball and you know, I'm happy my dad got to see me play my last game. Yeah, which is really sad and dark. I mean, to think that this yeah. movie was being made like within like a year of his dad dying. Um, yeah, that, and so for them to put that in there, that that had to be kind of, I do think. They like shoehorn it in too, because they don't need that yeah, stuff at the beginning no. with his dad, because well, we get the family later. Like, well, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't necessarily think that I like that the movie opens the way it does with him and his dad just like showing that he's gonna yeah. be a basketball guy. But yeah, you don't the thing about his dad dying, it's kinda like you don't need that necessarily. 
I mean, no. he still has a conference that's like, I'm leaving basketball behind. But, it, but the thing about it, his dad, it's like, it's just kind of rushed in. If he knew it, the history, I'd imagine. Like, yeah, it's like, what? why even include anything about his dad? If you're already, you know what I mean? Like, it, the guy just died. Or, and even like, to include him, why wouldn't you have him tell him some piece of advice that he's going to remember at the end of the movie? Yeah, like, when, like, usually when they open a movie like this, it's like, you know, the dad imparts some kind of wisdom, and then it's like, nope, he's just here telling his son, you're going to be an awesome basketball player someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really weird. It just <laughs> It's really late, know. son. Here's some advice. Go play basketball. Yeah. Well, and his dad's dream was to see him play Major League Baseball, but it didn't, like, it doesn't go well in his baseball career at all. He plays in the minors, mm -hmm. and there's a strike in the minors at the time. So then mm -hmm. he didn't want to get picked up by the majors as a replacement player. So yeah. meanwhile, the Chicago Bulls are doing fucking terrible. Um, and he decides that in March of 1995 to return to the NBA. And he has that famous like press conference where he just says two words. He says, I'm back. You remember that? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then and the, at this movie, again, near the end of it, it kind of it tries to do that. It does. It does. Yeah. The movie includes all of it except for the and, murder. And even as a kid, I was like, again, because as a kid, I, I grew up like in the early 2000s. I didn't really know who Michael Jordan was. Other than like, he's a bas he's a really big basketball player. Like, I knew he was mm -hmm. famous, but I didn't know his story. And so whenever I got there, I was like, okay, he's playing basketball again. Yeah. And there was a lot of rumors and conspiracies around Michael Jordan at the time, um, hmm. including his gambling debt. The oh. There was a lot of people saying that the death of his father was due to gambling debt. Um, oh, that's, suspension. That's, yeah, yeah, that they, he was they, suspended, they, really, because of gambling issues. They really should just not have included the death of his father in this. Right? It was really like bizarre. It, 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 it's a weird kind of sad note to open the movie on that it never, ever addresses again. And, yeah, you might, it's like, it might be easy to dismiss and be like, well, that's it wasn't like a rebranding, but it was because the idea for this movie did not come from the studio. It came from Michael Jordan's camp. Oh, um, oh really? It yeah. Did. Huh. That's uh, that. Because that's, like you said, the Jordan commercials were so successful. They wanted to see more of that. Wow. I mean, that's why they hired the producer. You know, Ivan Reitman, who's like yeah. a comedy legend. I wonder how that meeting went. Like, I want you to make a movie out of these Michael Jordan Nike commercials. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a comedy god, but please make a Michael Jordan Bugs Bunny movie. Right? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay. But let's see what we can do here. I think it's a biopic for about maybe 10 minutes. <sighs> yeah. And then it just, and like, I was like, it's funny, like, once he goes down into Toon Land, like, it just, it completely forgets anything it's set up dramatically with him. Right. Which is, which is fine. Like, well, I'm not It's like, it's a this. simple enough premise, but they overstuff it, and it felt like it was, like, too fast and not enough good information. Yeah, like, I think, like, I was watching, like, narratively, this thing is, like, this is zooming, like, it's uh, like, it has ADD. Like, this is yeah. so... It is so fast. Yeah, they never stop to talk about like like okay, so in for, like for example, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the film knows that it's in Toontown, 
yeah. and all the characters know that so you don't have to stop and ask questions about it because yeah. it sets that idea up for you right from the jump but in this he's just like talking to cartoon suddenly and doesn't question it which well, is fine i mean it's yeah. a kids movie but like if you're gonna spend the time why not I don't... Well, and it is and it's also this i have to just admire also like just how weird this movie is and how it just make you just have to go with it like okay yeah. they're underneath a golf course and the and the entryway <laughs> in the region land it's a warner brothers logo which <laughs> which Daffy Duck has tattooed on his butt for oh some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, all these, this, this. this. Oh okay, my god! I, and then the, this, this opening scene too. Again, it's like tonal whiplash from Michael Jordan talking about his dead dad to there's an amusement park in space and an alien mastermind voiced by Danny DeVito. Yes, yes, I love this guy. Let's play it. Well, I love when they go to this world too. So I, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I do not want to watch this. And then uh. I, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, well, the music's popping, and yeah. I mean, I like Michael Jordan, so yeah. that's cool. And then I got to this part, and I'm like, oh, these cartoons are actually really funny. The animation's done really well, and I just really love this shot because it's like, um in this scene where we get to meet like the evil tunes it's when we go basically we transition like through the conference there's a crane up over the room through a skylight yeah in the the cartoon space a miniature of a city like up into a sky and like it Mm -hmm. transitions to this 3d animation for the alien universe and then it goes back to this 2d animation it's really impressive no it's a it's a really good it's a really good really smooth shot and then like again i just I just like how the movie is just okay. We're now in we're more we're now on Moron Mountain, and this is the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like a ro- the world's most dangerous roller coaster with like a like Danny DeVito's head spinning around, shooting fireballs at the at the roller coaster rides. Yeah, here I'll play some Danny DeVito. Yeah, we need new attractions, right? <laughs> Shiny new things. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at me. Look at me and listen. The customer is always right. The customer is always right. Always. Ew. <laughs> I love these villains so much. No, I lo- yeah. He's a really he's a really fun bad guy, and I love like and I just noticed the little blue one is holding a is holding a sword. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Oh my god. I just just noticed that right now when you were playing it. These little guys are so cute. Um, No, they're they're really cute and they're really like. Which is my favorite kind of villain. Like no stakes at all. No, he's just (laughs) like, all right, I'm a businessman. I'm the businessman. Yeah, and if like he, there's no ultimatum, like nothing bad is gonna happen if he doesn't get new attractions. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, like threat. Of like, and, you said, and you said it was like overstuffed. Like, again, like this might be the one area of the movie where it would have been nice to have a little bit more detail of like why does he need new attractions other than like like 
he or saw like, one he saw one kid say daddy don't take me here ever again and be like <laughs> we need new stuff yeah or like the our little guys are gonna get fried at the end if they don't like deliver the tunes you know i know that would have been better yeah for sure but i, I love, love it i love how cute they are <laughs> no they, no they, they're cute it's like they, they're they're comic villains to the highest order like they're never for sure they're Which never is, really a threat makes it like so watchable for little kids well yeah yeah Freaking, like it's what's it called swack hammer is that what his name is I, I let me let me uh, Google because he was supposed to be a live action character, but they oh didn't. My, oh yeah, God. they didn't end up doing it, and like Dennis Hopper was considered. <laughs> I, I, I know. Oh I guess, my God! Thank <laughs> God they went with this because yeah, like well, right, this the is, thing is that a lot of people didn't want anything to do with this movie. Nobody wanted to touch it. They <laughs> were scared that it was honestly going to come out terrible, and so even like Bill Murray he didn't he was like oh i mean i'll do a couple one-off lines and then as he saw <laughs> it being filmed and like the progression of the film he was like oh yeah. i want to do this and so they shoehorned him in more at the end oh yeah at the mm-hmm. end of the movie they just he just drops in mm-hmm. that, that makes more like, sense now doesn't it they have one line but like oh my agent dropped me off here i'm like okay really is a movie that feels like it's just it's in its own weird little sphere and it doesn't seem to care about much other than just being wacky and fun. Yeah, exactly. And back on Earth, the baseball game where they're at the baseball game where yeah, oh the catcher is helping Michael Jordan at the plate. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. my god, this guy is so annoying. He's just like telling him everything. He's like telling him, like, okay, this is what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna hit. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get fired. I don't know if I like, would have loved this guy or hated him. <laughs> I I've always felt kind of I've always kind of felt neutral or, or not neutral. I've kind of liked that bit because it just shows like how even he's trying to just like be his own guy, but people are like, nope, he's Michael Jordan, I'm gonna help him. Yeah, exactly. He's just like he just wants to hit the ball, and then too, oh. his his teammates are like trying to make him feel okay about not hitting it. It's like, dude, just let he's just another one of you guys. Just let him take the loss. Yeah. Oh, and this is where we meet Stan too. At oh the yes, baseball Stan. Field. Fucking, <laughs> what's his name? And really, Wayne, Wayne um, Knight. Wayne, Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. He's I, amazing. I, From- I think he third rock from the sun, right? Oh my god, you just blew my tiny yeah. little bird brain. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah, that he was uh the cop that Of course um, he was. I don't remember I don't remember what her name is. Uh, Wilma from Flintstones and Viva Rock Babies was dating him. The girl alien on Third Rock. I don't remember the actual um, name. Hold on. I love that movie too, or that show, sorry. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen the first three seasons of it. I Sally, like Sally. The... Sally, yes, yeah. This yeah. is like he was a cop dating Sally. Yes. Show. Oh my god, I've seen him as the guy in the stall in um, Jurassic Park for so long. Oh, oh yeah, I, uh, I watched <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun so many times, and I've never put that together that that's oh, him. Really? That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think he actually does really well in this. He's so yeah. funny. I was super excited when he shows up in this movie. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. cool. No, and he shows up like pretty early, and he's here constantly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like how he really just throws himself into the gags of it and then he's just like again unabashedly unashamed of being in this movie at least he comes across that way this is fun i don't get 
I don't get many opportunities to geek out about an old 90s kids thing <laughs> right <laughs> you know, it, it's funny like half of half of the internet is like this movie is a flawless classic and the other half is like it's a commercialization of nike and basketball and makes and forces kids like him yeah i'm like they can not be gonna both get, it can be both of those things yeah equally. right i mean like stan has one line where it's like lace up your like get your hands on get your nikes and your gatorade it'll be a big mac i'm like wow how much did they pay you to say that that was like all of the brands that michael jordan was sponsoring at that time too i have to wonder if they were like hey you're being sponsored by sorry hey 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 can you include us in the movie right no absolutely that's what it was i mean that's what this whole movie was for you know but like i think that line specifically was the only one where it caught me it's like wow they really this is like the most cor- one of the most corporate mandated movies ever. Yes. I mean, like, and like you said, the director was a legendary feel figure in the commercial world. Um, but this was his only is only his second feature film. His first one was a movie called Let It Ride. Okay, I've um, never and heard then of that. It's I think it has I'm not sure who I can't remember who's in it. And um, but it's about a day at the track. Huh. And then he's made no movies after Space Jam, which you would think he probably had a lot of offers. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because you look at this and it's like, okay, wow. Not only did you, like, you made this work mm-hmm. the best you could. Like, if I like if I saw the director of, like, yeah. you made a movie out of, like, 30-second commercial Garbage script. It's like, okay, you made this work and you made a generation of kids love this. Mm-hmm. I, I would have snapped him up like hey put him on something else it's, it's wild to think he didn't get like i mean sure he did get tons of offers he just didn't want to do it well, um I same that- same thing with michael jordan i mean but we could touch on that later mm-hmm. but zemeckis he said they had asked him the guy that did um who framed roger rabbit at one mm-hmm. point the director for this movie asked oh him God. like for some advice and he yeah. told him don't do it <laughs> Which, honestly like it almost killed me that process almost killed me like don't do it. it's not that uh, fun and, and, and it's not great like well, i think it came out so awesome no yeah no roger rabbit is i think roger rabbit is one of my favorite movies because again i loved it as a kid love it so much more as an adult it was so one much. like basically my first v it was one of my first vhs's i had who framed roger rabbit and peter pan um Ooh. the one with julie andrews Oh, wait, Julie Andrews did Peter Pan? Yeah, and so you could, like, see the strings, too. Oh, you, you fly could? Around on. Oh, it was I, pretty cool. I, I had the, uh, wait, I, I had a play of Peter Pan. I don't, was, was that the Julie Andrews one where she was, It like, probably was. Okay, yeah. was, it a, was it a Broadway recording? Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I, mean, I, I know, because I know that there was a, I had a Peter Pan thing that was a Broadway recording. I bet that's it. Yeah, that I remember having that and watching that. I, I also used to have like Broadway recording of Cats, which I never got through because it, it bored me as a young kid. Oh yeah, Cats but, no way. No. So, I, well, yeah. I also, and, oh, go ahead. I also never saw the new Cats because the trailer just freaked me out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cats seems like something I would want to like take some mushrooms and go see. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there was one time where. I think there's only been one movie that I had anything before I went to go see. Right before I went to go see the 
they rebooted Power Rangers a couple of years ago. Yeah, they tried to. I had like a red apple ale right before I went to go see that. And it <laughs> was living on the wild side. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had like a red apple ale and some chicken tenders from my college right before I went to go see that. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. And, and then like I sobered up right before like, awesome. right as the third act was coming. And I was like <laughs> Yeah, this is stupid, but I'm already here and I'm enjoying myself. So let's keep going. <laughs> and then I, I decided not it's to write too a review. late to turn around. I decided, I decided not to write a review of it because I was like, yeah, I was in, I was drink, I had, you know, right. I, I, was like, I don't know what my actual thoughts are on the movie. It's just like that's right. The, the one movie that I had a drink before I went to go see was Howard. <laughs> I was like, I'm not seeing this, I'm not seeing this movie so. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt about Space Jam. I was like, uh, I have well, to wait till I can get properly zooted to watch this film. You know, what, Ozzy, that would be funny to like get to like get together with some buddies and watch this while you were drinking. It's like, yeah. right, what is, just record, get their permission first, obviously, but then like record what their reactions are to the movie. Oh, this is definitely a good party movie. This is one I think too that it would be funny. Like I'm sure there's going to be YouTube videos going around as the new Space Jam comes out. Space Jam, like, a new legacy. Of like kids <laughs> watching the old one and like reacting to it. Oh, like yeah, kids like, now being like, "What? This is awesome." No, the, the, the maybe one, or maybe they'll hate it. Man, man, this this new one, the new one to me looks like they said that first one was kind of as a trip. We're gonna make this one a definite one. I like, know. I, like, I saw that trailer. I was like, I'm scared. From the, from the guy <laughs> that brought you Black Panther comes Space Jam two. It's like, I'm do like, they say Black Panther or Black Mirror? Like, Black Panther. No, no. I was like, wait, what the heck is Ryan Googler doing attached to a Space Jam movie? Right. I'm like, is, is Bugs Bunny gonna be lecturing me about stuff? Yes. Like, <laughs> you know I don't him. want that. <laughs> Bugs Bunny in the Bronx There's gonna be no Lola Bunny. Okay. Why is he not? Why is he right? No, Lola Bunny is here. She, is she? She, yeah, Lola, okay. no Pe, Pepe Le Pew is not featured because oh, okay. him. he his whole history as a cartoon character is kind of creepy. Yeah. Eyes. But here's something like I could even think of him doing. It's like, why wouldn't you have it like you have him remark, the old tricks aren't working anymore. So like he became like a, a relationship counselor or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. You should definitely like, like revamp characters like that. Don't cancel yeah. them. Well, yeah, because yeah. like they've revamped. I know that like they revamped other Looney Tunes characters before to fix them up. Like apparently yeah. they they apparently for the new one they have desexualized Lola Bunny. Oh, that's too bad. Which I'm like, that's not her I'll fault. She's it. she's drawn that way. <laughs> that, that's one of my favorite jokes in Roger Rabbit, where she's like coming, where she's like coming on to him in his apartment. <laughs> right. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Exactly. But, well, no, and again, I do think that a, a Cass Sorcy, who does the voice work for her, does a really good job in mm-hmm. this with yes. what she's got. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Zendaya is replacing her, which I think is a okay. That's an interesting choice. Well, like you said about how online you can find like one group of people saying one thing and then and the other group saying it just as loud opposite. Like I feel like that's the thing with Lola Bunny is that 
people always say she's over sexualized she's a horrible character but then there's this other group of people that are like she's an awesome representation for women like she's the only one who really knows how to play basketball on the team yeah i've, um, seen, I've, I've seen both sides of that. right I, I didn't feel either way when i watched no. it i mean i felt indifferent i liked her character i liked yeah, bugs I bugs is obviously the funniest yeah bugs I, I love how confident bugs is when she comes in it's like yeah he's so confident like I, that she's gonna like him and then he calls her doll which i'm like that hasn't been a thing since the 40s i don't think adorable I, well no and again i love how she's got like these fi- this fire in her eyes like yeah i guess the looney tunes live in the center of the earth <laughs> Uh, which I thought this movie was the space. I thought they were going to be in space. I guess that was yeah, confusing. Yeah, that's like you look at the box for it, and it's like them in space, and you go like, yeah. they never actually go to space in Space Jam. What a ripoff! I mean, I guess technically they're in space, like we're all in outer space. Yeah, like, but but like the, the box is like them in space in the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, nope, that's, what, that's, that's not the movie. That never happens. <laughs> it's all <false> um, advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam lied to me. Yeah. And then, oh, oh wait, look. Is that a little Speedy Gonzalez little toy right there on the left, on the right side? Yeah. Oh, it oh, is. Just, Holy shit. I just yeah. noticed that. That's, that's a cool cute, little Easter egg. Um, I also think it's really funny how the aliens just they they steal basketball players talent yes okay yeah we're almost there we're almost there oh so my god um stan he drives michael jordan home um, yeah. to this like surprisingly modest house which is yeah, so and unrealistic I, and i i kind of for the purposes of this movie i kind of like that like sure he's just in and a, i like his family it's really yeah, his, sweet. His, his family's nice i wish I like, yeah, I like, I mean, yeah. they do have a, they, do, they have a chef there, so it's not like they're totally portraying him as modest, like, yeah, he, he's rich, obviously, but That's I like That's his he's wife, not. what are you talking well, about? What? That's his wife, I thought. No, he, no, well, no, yeah, chef, so I meant chef, I meant chef. Oh, uh, no, no, oh, he, no, they have a chef, like, in addition to his wife, I thought his, yeah. it was just his wife in the house. Yeah, oh. yeah, there's a, yeah, because the first time we see her, like, they're walking in the house talking about, like, Damn. kids batting average. I want a chef. Damn. And then, like, yeah, they come in the house, <laughs> and the, his wife's like, smells good in here, and then the chef is like, oh, I'm, I'm cooking chicken and collard <gasps> greens tonight for dinner. Oh, but yeah, okay. yeah, they've oh. got a chef interesting very interesting god it's so weird i've seen this so many times and i know these that's very interesting i like it very cool well, yeah so yeah i like that they portray him as this kind of a modest guy despite like he doesn't, sure. have, he doesn't live in a huge mansion i would have liked more time with him and his family though um or yeah, for I, it to like pay off at any point in the story for us oh, yeah. like it's weird it just doesn't yeah, his family, because yeah, I like his family too, and we don't, there's one scene later on where the kids give Bugs and Daffy his, like, jersey shorts, like, his basketball shorts, mm-hmm. but then it's like, yeah, they don't factor into the plot at all. Because it just feels like the the film has no heart. No, it's not, it doesn't have a heart at all. It doesn't have a theme of any kind. I mean, it's literally just a Which movie. 
it's fitting because it's a commercial, but I feel like I've seen Michael Jordan commercials that have more heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a man. They should put, they should put that quote on the poster. <laughs> I've seen Michael Jordan come. Ron Tomatoes would love that quote. Michael Jordan commercials have more heart than this, right? No, but um, yeah, I I agree. Like, it, it would have been nice to see a couple more scenes with his family. Just yeah, like, or like the kids um go to Looney Tune Land, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that's something that I kind of like about the new one, at least what it looks like. Is like LeBron James, because he's our new Michael Jordan now. Um, LeBron James and his son are going to go into Looney Tune Land. Mm, I don't want to talk about LeBron James. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's on, that's going to be interesting. I know I'm going to end up having to watch it now that I've watched this. Well, I mean, I I think that it kind of looks like. Space Jam cross pollinated with Ready Player One. Okay, I did like Ready Player One, so I enjoy. I enjoyed the. I enjoyed the action and picking out like all the little Easter eggs in it. Yeah. No, yeah, I liked the movie Ready Player One. Fine, it was a, it was a fun film to me. We, we've got an um, emergency a cartoon character a union man to, to go to. <laughs> hey, wait for him. Wait for him. Hold your horses. <clears throat> hey, where'd they go? <laughs> That's all the kids in the audience. That's all the kids in the audience with these live action parts. That's probably my like biggest laugh in the movie. No, you know that that's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Of course, the cartoons have union meetings. They should call them the uni tunes. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so no, funny. The, I did. I did wonder watching. Like, okay, so. Shouldn't the world be freaking out that a Unitunes cartoon just stopped? Right. I know, like, right? The, the logic of this film makes no sense. Also, they <laughs> shut down the entire basketball organization because five guys are out of commission. <laughs> okay, well, basically, okay, the they kidnapped Bugs Bunny. There's an emergency meeting with the tunes, and they have to basically like surrender to the aliens. It's a bit complicated. Um, <laughs> I guess this is how we get to the basketball game, but it's a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> there's yeah, like an official true. rule book that they make. Oh that my god, that, 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 that that's funny. So like how to draw, <laughs> defeat, cartoon, or capture cartoon characters. Yeah, and I like the whole like oh basketball should be easy because these guys are so <laughs> they're, they're, small. They're short. <laughs> Yeah, like, and, and they show like Muggsy something in the he like the he's like the, the shorter basketball player that we see later in the movie. Okay, I think I don't know the, these guys' names. I just kind of picked them up. You don't. There's a shorter. No, I I really don't like movies are my thing, not basketball. But um, uh, but yeah, there's a there is a shorter player in here called Muggsy, I think, and so it's funny like they say that it's like. There are shorter basketball players. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In this movie. Like in several short... scenes of this movie. If <laughs> <laughs> a shorter basketball player who's like a respected guy. Yeah. So we move to the Knicks versus the Suns game and oh, oh the now, aliens. That, that that's the I think that scene's funny where it's like, honey, somebody's doing very something, something very weird oh in his coat. <laughs> I love a great like raincoat trench coat scene. That's so um, funny. It's like they're so this this lady probably had like the most realistic reaction at anybody in the movie. <laughs> yeah, she's the only one that like sees cartoons apparently. <laughs> and she's like, 
I love her husband is like, just let me watch the game, Joint. We're here. It's very Alex Mack because the tunes like shrink down into this like, I don't know, liquid. This liquid something. form, which looks like this disgusting pink ooze. Yeah, and they go and onto the court and they steal the talent from these basketball players. Yeah. Um and <laughs> we get a ton of product placement oh during this scene. God, so much so much product placement going like on. Like an here. insane amount. Let me play a little bit of it. Yeah. Let's see. Chicago sun. Oh god, that's just weird looking right there. <laughs> I got his talent. Oh, oh, right. Super. Oh, shut up, man. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, 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 no. I play you too many minutes. Oh, get the doctor. <laughs> Nobody sees that on the, on the floor. Right. <laughs> God, this is so, like, of its time. Flubber, so Casper. 90s thing. I, mean, I love Casper. More than this, but like, oh, yeah, Casper is a way better. No, no, Casper, I think, as he has a a pretty decent story to it and a nice theme, this is a commercial for the NBA <laughs> and really good acting. Oh, yeah, the acting and the, oh, <laughs> well, this is a commercial for a shit ton of Looney Tunes merchandise. Yeah. He's watching Larry. He's watching like uh, Larry, all his. Larry, he's Larry Bird. Anything. Well, it was Larry Bird. He got hit in the head with a basketball. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh, shit was funny. <laughs> oh, no, this scene is funny where it's like you can just see him. Like, he's got talent dribbling the ball, and he just starts like hobbling back. <laughs> I love the coach. Like, what the hell's going on? These basketball players, for what it's worth, are doing some okay acting. Like oh, they're, yeah. they're okay enough to be funny, honestly. Yeah, like they're okay. Like they're, they're playing versions of themselves. Yeah, for Which sure. I, I'd imagine that is a little bit easier if you're not an actor, just like to play a version of yourself. Yeah, and so the like the little aliens they transform into the monsters. Yeah, they've been, <laughs> yeah, they've been using the monsteroids. It looks like I was not expecting this. I was honestly, <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. No, that scene <laughs> when, when that scene happens, it's like the one dark moment in the entire movie. It's and then awesome. They just, no, it's it is awesome. It's like, oh wow, as a young kid, now now it means business because they're big. Yeah, and the music is very like menacing. It's this yeah, whole I, orchestra. Um, yeah, you know, James Newton. I think James Newton Howard did the music for this. I like. Okay. I like the. I like the music that they have in this. It's functional. Yes. Oh, here's my notes. It says Bill Murray arrives to save the movie, and Larry Bird is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill Murray's first line is really funny to me. He he's he's like psyching the golf ball out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on here. I can please let's get to the golf course. Oh my god. All the golf course stuff was You are my friend, right? You are my ally. You are my associate. <laughs> like what's he doing? You're my weapon. You are leaving. Great shot. Nice shot, Mr. Murray. 
Larry Bird is great because he gets paired with Bill Murray through most of the movie. Like almost all the scenes they have. I know. They play well off each other. No, they play really well off each other. And then Bill Murray, I love how he's got this thing about like, you can't play basketball because I'm white, right? Yeah. (laughs) Bill, you know there are white basketball players, again, in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, and like you said, Michael Jordan getting pulled down the 18th hole, that's hilarious. Oh my God. The camera (laughs) joke he makes, what kind of camera is that? Don't point that shit at me. <laughs> you know, I love, yeah, like Bill Murray and Larry Bird have some of the funniest stuff in here together. Yes. Again, oh. all of this, you know, all this stuff is in the live action segments. Right. I'm so so finally, finally, like, let's see here. Almost minutes 40 in. minutes in. Oh, <laughs> a, a half hour in, which is, mm. oh man, that's a man, that should be that's the new five, that should be the Five Nights at Freddy's character, right? They there. should go to jail for that. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking insane. Who, that's why a, didn't someone stop and say, That's a Wait. creepy image. It is. Oh my God, staring into my soul. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll change it. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> oh God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the only <laughs> other creepy image, creepiest oh, image I could find. There we go. That's I so funny. Mean, I just noticed, like they, you can see Michael Jordan in Bugs's eyes right there. Yeah, isn't that cool? I, I, I just know, I just noticed that now. It's, it's very nice detailed. Yeah, yeah that, and that's why, like, that's why I like the animation segments in yes. here because I think they're very, I think it's really well very animated. Cool. The mouse movements match up almost perfectly, and they move. Yeah really well too like it doesn't feel stilted at any point no the real weakness is michael jordan's acting he's looking at character he's he's working with a green screen and so he's really limited and he doesn't have the ability of uh, acting ability that other actors might have to be able to he's like looking at 10 inches above where the character would be when he's talking to things yeah and i think there's like one scene where he gets eye contact directly right like He's talking to Danny DeVito's character later, and I think he gives him mm-hmm. the perfect like, eye contact. But yeah, I did notice it was like pretty bad. He's, he's, yeah, he's, if he's looking directly at him, it works, but there are shots where he's not staring directly at them. And so you're like, he's doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like at I this mean, point, he I mean, needs- he's, he's, he's better than Shaq. Sure, we'll get to that. I mean, Michael Jordan meets the Looney Tune gang. And also, like, they did want a sequel of this, you know? But yeah, they, I know that there was one, they were tossing, uh, they had a villain even picked out. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that fell through. And they were going to do, like, they considered doing multiple jams. Like, I know Spy yeah. Jam with Jackie Chan was yes. one thing. Yeah, somebody brought that up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. That's insane. I didn't oh even know if like I was making this up until you just said that. That's no, awesome. no, and that's the one I remember because I was like, wait, Jackie Chan and Bugs Bunny? Yeah, that's even crazier. <laughs> well, yeah, and I thought that's a part of the reason that he did not do a sequel is because he really did not enjoy filming with the green screen. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah, he did not enjoy I, making this movie. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that comes through in his performance. I think he does okay. Right? Agree. He, do, he does okay. Like, I don't think he's bad in here. But totally just like, agree. Yeah. But I think that he's he's definitely more comfortable in the live action scenes when he's talking to other actors mm-hmm. than he is 
ton of the characters, the cartoon characters. Yeah, and he he played basketball every day when making this movie. He only filmed for six weeks. He had a really tight schedule with a two-hour oh, yeah. lunch break. He only filmed for like six hours a day, tops. Oh. Um, he was spending most of his time on set training to get ready for the upcoming bowl season. Wow. So, yeah, they had just lost to the Orlando Magic, which was the first time that they had lost the playoffs since 1990, the Bulls had. So he was determined, you know, to rejoin the Chicago Bulls and to bring them back to the playoffs and so and win and so Michael Jordan he started playing these like pickup games down at the Warner Brothers studios while he's filming this because he's trying to practice you know and yeah like people like Reggie Miller Scottie Pippen they're showing up to play with him and the crew like people are just (laughs) playing with him and these games become legendary throughout the (laughs) years like people will still talk about these pickup games you know that's I've seen the Cisco and Ebert review and I I was Texas on Ebert a lot but Roger Ebert's praise of this of this guy right? I was Thank like you. oh my about, he's God, gonna be like, an actor he's gonna be a big star do you want me he to play be, a little bit of it yeah, please play like it's one of the funniest reviews I think I've ever seen of Yay. theirs I was hoping you'd want to hear it I have no, it right oh, no, here oh no I, I've seen this review like I just I love seeing their old review stuff. Sweet. Michael Jordan goes one on ten with the Looney Tunes characters in Space Jam, his eagerly awaited film debut, one of the big holiday movies on this week's show. I'm Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune, and maybe Michael Jordan can't hit a curveball, but he sure hit Space Jam out of the park in a movie that's as much fun as a Bulls game, providing a perfect debut for Jordan playing himself. Being asked by Bugs Bunny to come to the rescue of the Looney Tunes characters threatened by some outer space tunes. And so Jordan has to teach the tunes to play hoops. Has anyone here ever played basketball? Um, I have. I'd like to try out for the team. Hey. Hi, my name is Lola Bunny. Lola? Jordan has the visual charisma of a big movie star. He's great to look at, and the script thankfully doesn't dumb him down especially when Bill Murray joins the team. Centerpiece of Space Jam is the big game between the Outer Space Monster Tunes and Jordan's gang. What are you looking at? My only major quibble with the picture is that the animation of the Outer Space Tunes before they become the attractive basketball monsters you just saw there is lame, bad Saturday morning TV stuff. But Michael, as is his usual role on the hardwood, saves the day on the big screen too. He's happy to be in this picture and his enthusiasm is catching and absolutely charming. He wisely doesn't go the superstar fantasy route like Shaquille O'Neal did in the disastrous Kazam. No, he's simply Michael Jordan, probably the best character he's ever going to play. Uh, I think he actually has a potential to play other characters, too. Yeah. I think that he has a natural ease on the screen that I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. to see since so many basketball and sports stars, when they're transported to the movies, seem to be like fish out of water. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do next except to act like they're at a press conference Well, you know what? He's been used smartly because it's a logical extension of the way he was started out visually mm-hmm. in the TV ads with short sound bites. Yeah. They're a little bit longer here, but he's, an, he's, he's not given too much to do, just the right amount. Another thing I liked was the high-energy animation of this film. I think it's state-of-the-art animation and it's very good. You criticized the animation right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think in general the animation in this movie is a step up for Warner Brothers and I think what they're trying to do is position the Looney Tune characters to be more competitive with Disney which up until now has more or less owned the animation market. Um, 
I want to come back to Michael Jordan because mm -hmm. I think that this guy has a big future in the okay. movies, and I want to point the way. It's not to do superhero kinds of stuff that's going to be thrown his way. He already is one. Mm -hmm. He's Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a script out there where he's supposed to play like a neighbor next door. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thing that he can do. And we know he's got the superpowers right inside his body. We don't need some manufactured genie mm -hmm. like Kazam and Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my God. That, uh... Ugh, Siskel and Ebert getting it wrong. Y'all, like, I like this movie, but I would never set heap some of the praise they just did on it. Like, oh like what movie did you guys watch? Because I'd love to see that one. What they watched was their bank accounts grow $75,000 when they just made that commercial for Space Jam. Mm. Like, no, why? I, and why are they hating on Shaquille O'Neal so much? Well, I mean, like, I've, I mean, like, I've seen, like, I've actually... Kazam is made for 10-year-olds. It's not made for you. Yeah, Kazam is like, made for 10-year-olds. And, like, I... <laughs> yeah, and, again, this is made for 10-year-olds, too. Right, and, and it's, it's not cool. great acting. <laughs> it's no, not. No, none of the acting is great in this. I mean, other, another thing, like... He's not a bad actor, but he's not somebody who I'd ever be like, ooh, I want to go see the new Michael Jordan movie. I, it's just unreal to me to hear this. Like, listen to this <laughs> review back to back with like Ferris Bueller, the review, their review of that, and they just shit all over that movie. Really? I mean, I, it's like, yeah, really? Do you think really? that this is a better movie than Ferris Bueller? Yeah, and then like, also like some of, I, I unfortunately haven't been able to find as many of Cisco's written reviews. But it's like some of Roger Ebert's, it's like, it seems like he was very taken with the new technology that was coming out, which I definitely, get. Definitely. Like, yeah. No, and, and I'm taken with that too. But at the same time, I can look at something like, look, if it's a technical achievement, great, but what is it servicing? Sure. Yeah. It's not servicing um, any kind of um, a good plot or anything in and, this movie. But again, I don't think that this was never going to be about the plot. And that's something that makes me kind of nervous about Space Jam 2 is like, <laughs> yeah. wait, you want me to care about the father-son dynamic here? Um... Yeah, it's, okay. I know, it's going to be interesting. Oh, I yeah. do love the primary uh, colors of the uniforms and, like, the secondary colors of the background because it makes the gym scenes work really well. Everything yeah. is, like, so beige and just, like, the, makes everything in pop. One, in this one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the look of the uniforms too. I think it's a nice. I actually used to. Oh man, I'm geek for this. I used to have like uh, Michael Jordan and Sylvester the cat figures from this. Aww. Yeah, like Michael Jordan's outfit was, awesome. was blue for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, weird. Yeah, like his his shorts and uh, shirt were blue. But what? I don't know why. Like it's just weird. But yeah, Sylvester's outfit was correct. <laughs> so yeah, that we get this group of girls, Charles Barkley getting beaten by a group of girls, all the NBA players getting tested or getting Oh my god, that, that scene is hilarious. To me. Yeah, the end of the fortune teller that, scene. That yeah, one's all so this funny. stuff the, all this stuff with the basketball players is like are like the comic highest in the movie. It, like them. Like the entire world reacting to the basketball players getting their talents <laughs> taken is really hilarious. Yeah, I mean it's too long, and these guys are not great actors again, but it's funny enough that it works. It doesn't matter, honestly. Yeah, and then there's one of them. Like one, of them, I think it's Charles. 
is a Charles Barkley who like he goes out to play basketball with this group of with this group of girls and yeah. they're like you're just some dude that looks like him yeah yeah exactly <laughs> he's like you gotta be kidding me yeah oh and we get the introduction of Lola Bunny here she's oh, just like yeah. the female counterpart to Bugs Bunny which um again, and then- I like her character like I think that I think she's a she's a fun character. I don't get the hatred that some people have for her. Sure, I mean she originally is was going to be based off of Honey Bunny, who was mm-hmm. in the Bugs comics. Yeah. Um, but they did they dropped that pretty early on, and they went more yeah. with like a more Jessica Rabbit type of direction, I guess. Uh, okay, I mean I would say that Jessica Rabbit, if they were trying to make her, if they were trying to make her sexy, mm-hmm. it's like I don't. Maybe a little bit, but I didn't see as much. I didn't see as much of that as I would have thought I would. Given, given all yeah. like the online hate that she gets, I'm like, I'm like, okay, great. So where's the part that made you all so mad? Right. I was expecting a lot more too. You're right. That's a good point. Like, come on. Like, there's one shot in the gym where she looks kind of sexy, ish, and that's it. Bugs Bunny reminds me of Vince Vaughn and Swingers. I've actually never seen Swingers. You sadly. would love that movie. <laughs> it's really well made. It's a really good movie. You'd like is it. it. Is that a? Is it Mark Wahlberg in that too? No, it's. Oh wait, uh, John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's inf- yeah. I like Vince Vaughn generally, so I. This is yeah. like Vince, one of his greatest movies, actually. Awesome! I will have to yeah. find that. Um, so no, sorry, yeah, I didn't mean I, <laughs> Bugs no, and Daffy. Fun. They go back to Michael Jordan's house oh um, to God. get all of like his lucky shorts and his gear. Lo- and then the, the dog is like eating Daffy alive. Yeah, this is where I really started to get into it because this, they're integrating the animation with live action cartoons yeah. in the in the real world, and the really cartoons well. are in the world. And it the visually, it's so appealing in my opinion. No. Yeah, visually, yeah, I noticed that too because I, I remember that happening. But I was like, wow. After like 20 years, this still looks really, 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 really good. Yeah, I mean that section where they're just it it helps too, like the house is darkly lit and it's easier to it's easier to put like animated characters in darker areas for some reason. Yeah, and the you know how you were saying the producer of this had done a bunch of commercials. Um the the director sorry, whoa. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Well, it says the producer of this took over as the director after the live action stuff was done, according to <laughs> one of the animators that worked on the film. That's just according to an animator, so I'm not sure That's if it's a... true or not, but just some something I came across. Mm. Yeah, and so, we got a little Mickey Mouse shout out too. Oh yeah, like what kind of name their team the Ducks? And I think that's probably a shout out to the Mighty Ducks, which had come out that was it that same summer that they came out. Oh, I think so. This came yeah, out in November. It's a mighty because the, the Mighty Ducks is something that I only became familiar with in college. Like I'd heard the name, seen mm-hmm. parts of the movie, but I'd never seen the full thing until college. Oh wow! Okay. And I actually, see, Did I don't like have Yeah, I like the first two of them. The third one, I was like, eh, it's yeah, good. it's good when you watch the best is in it. Sure. Right. Um, I can yeah, watch I like, it with the volume off, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, okay, the third one to me was like so many '90s references. Oh, that dated. I haven't seen and the third one. You don't need to, like. Okay, I figure as much. The first two, I think, are funny. The third one is just like, 
I think the second one is probably the better, the superior. I would say it's something I liked about the both of them is I like that they, I like that they're kind of heartfelt movies. Yeah. And there's like a clear the, defined vil, like villain yeah, they, and like they, what you have, we got to defeat Iceland. Yeah. Like we, they both have villains. They both have like legitimate drama in them. It's not just yeah. shenanigans the whole time. I mean, like my roommate turned it on. Like my roommate had told me what the plot was. And I was like, all right, I'll turn this on thinking this is going to be some <laughs> dumb kid crud, whatever. And I'm like, man, Gordon Bombay is an ass. <laughs> I'm into that. Exactly. I love that they made him so terrible in the beginning of the first movie. It's like, but again, I still buy that he is redeemed by the end of it. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's such an unbelievable role, and he's like one of the only people that I, th- I feel like could pull it off. So no, he, no, it is. Um, and then it's also the only Disney movie like where like the plot instigator is drunk driving. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like you did this really horrible thing. Let's put you in charge of children. <laughs> okay, and like it doesn't that's... seem weird. It seems like yeah, that checks out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's we got a drunk driver. Let let's put him in yeah. charge of kids. That's not gonna. Maybe, maybe we'll have to cover Mighty Ducks. <laughs> well, I, will, I will gladly cover Mighty Ducks. That would be a cool you, one to do. Like, we'll but, keep but, it yeah, on I'll, like sports themed. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. as for Space Jam, though, I do, watching this, I was kind of like, I'm very surprised that it took this long to get a sequel made. Mm-hmm. This thing is so, and I, I like the movie, but it's very, very much of its time. Mm-hmm. It's it's it has a very late '90s feel to it in just mm-hmm. a lot of aspects, and I think that's fine. But updating it for now, I'm I'm not sure how that's going to go. It can yeah, it completely encapsulates uh, time and place um, and history. It, it's a pin mark in history for Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls, um, the '90s, the commercialization of the youth of the 90s the looney tunes i mean you can't the music attached to it um you can't really it's like lightning in a bottle and i feel like it's it is it's a historical piece yes more than anything else that's how i see it like yeah it's a a piece of history right that's why i wanted to i did an event you know agree to watch it because I feel like it is one that needs to be watched somehow stan winds up in the cartoon world yeah, it's somehow, and it, 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 it's funny. Like he sees Bugs and Daffy just hop back down in the golf hole, and then it cuts, and he's just there. Yeah, and he back on the surface. They're closing down like all the arenas, and it's kind of oh like oh my god, it. that 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 scene yeah. where <laughs> that that scene where the. Like the the lead guy of the NBA, I I'm guessing that scene where he is saying like I've spoken with all the leads and we're gonna close no more basketball the entire season and I'm like it's five guys <laughs> it would never happen never <laughs> it's never five guys why Aaron hazmat suits outside stadium there would be a, a massive cover up before they would shut down the nba over five no. players no and again earlier in that subplot it's like we, we hear like the lakers are refusing to take the court yeah and they're Weird. like and their coach is like guys i was in new york we're five thousand miles away it's like no it could travel i'm like 
Like, what? You don't what? have agency not to work, first off. You're in a contract. Like, this is so unrealistic. <laughs> you have to play. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. Yeah, none yeah. of that worked for me. It was all weird. I I forgot. By the time we get to that, I forgot why they, like, that they got their power stolen. I forgot all of that. This well, movie is too much all over the place. Like, I mean, it's one of the things, like, they, they just rushed through that. I almost yeah. want to see what the original version of the script was to see if it was going to be weirder, maybe. Um, I have a feeling that this script suffers from a little bit of two things. What I like to call the Flintstones treatment, which that okay. movie had 27 writers on that oh. script. Actually, I think it was 40, actually. It was it? Oh, my God. Okay, I didn't I, want to yeah, be no, exaggerating. I, I, saw, yeah, no, I saw an article. Okay, yeah. I knew it was, like, was a super like, high I, number. It, it was a ton of writers over various years hitting in, yeah, putting it, in, and, and, and taking tell. out. Yeah, and the Flintstones movie, it's another one. I grew up with it. I watched it as a door. I was like, this is not, I mean, I like it, but it's not what I would think the Flintstones movie would be. No, it's not like, even an it's, episode. It's not. It's any, about it's, it's about embezzlement. It's weird and adoption and adultery. And Olsen almost. twin. It, it's weird. I don't. What the fuck? Fuck that movie. I don't. I can't. Okay, that's another episode. But no. I can't get into that right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh no, no. I don't know. I would love to hear you rant about. Yeah. I'd be like tepidaciously defending it. You'd be like, no, it sucks. Like, why did they do that to me? Yeah, I have feelings. No, uh, the, uh, the one movie, I will not defend Viva Rock Vegas, though. I will not defend that. No, That's no. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Although, great casting, both movies. No, fantastic. But Stephen also, Baldwin's best role. Yeah. Also, this movie suffers from a little bit of the fact that it is what's going on in Michael Jordan's real life, the whole baseball thing. Um so that's why I feel like there's just too much in one movie. But they've got a star, and I'm sure he's got a lot of yes men around him. So, yes, um, Michael, this is a good idea for your career. Exactly. Like this is exactly what people want to see. For, for they don't want to <laughs> see the cartoons till 35 minutes in. Um, want, well, and yeah, like, like, we don't want to get. It's a 90 minute movie. It takes like 32 minutes in, which isn't, which isn't really a problem, except for. Every single thing they set up in that first five minutes doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If it all pays off, that would be okay. Like, okay. I got, yeah, for sure. So it's the biggest game ever is going on down under. The, the, the ultimate game. In the and, I could not think, and I couldn't help thinking to myself, like, wait, so there are a ton of other cartoons here that aren't mm-hmm. the Looney Tunes, so are mm-hmm. all of those cartoons going to be enslaved to... Probably. Yeah, they are. I'm just imagining, like, another version of Space Jam 2 where, like, Danny DeVito comes back and is like, all right, get them! Yeah. <laughs> You're all new attractions now. <laughs> oh, man, I do love the fact that they just, like, make a rule book. <laughs> <laughs> of all of the kind of capture cartoon characters. So awesome. <laughs> well, no, yeah, and like, I also, I also love like the random film references they have in here. There's just like a few of them. Like, I think there's a one reference to like Patton when Bugs is like in front of the American flag giving a speech of like how we're gonna defeat them. <laughs> and then there's a Pope Fiction moment where it's like Elmer oh, yeah. and uh, it's like Elmer Fudd and I think Yosemite Sam are like dressed up in the like the 
John John Travolta and Sam Jackson they they shoot a monster's teeth out. Yeah, I saw that. I I thought that was cute too. I'm like, are they really doing Pulp Fiction right now? Okay. <laughs> In this movie, we get the assembly of the Toon Squad. Yeah. And their new uniforms. And we get finally the black on black premiere of those sneakers. Yeah, I mean, that was the first time ever they were ever seen, like that color scheme seen together oh, really? on sneakers. And that, wow. So even so even the even near the end of the movie, like, nope, we gotta get more five placement here. Put those shoes on. Yeah, definitely. I mean that that's what it was all about. And the way that they did this final game was instead of just leaving Michael Jordan in front of a green screen. Um, yeah. They had guys in green suits and they got like dubbed the green team. I was also on the green team in sixth grade when I played soccer. Oh, really? And also that reminds me of The Big Green, which is an amazing movie and I definitely want to cover. So if I, anybody I, out there is listening and wants to hear <laughs> that, definitely say something. That's the, that, that's the one where I know it for the box art. It's like the one where the kid is like sitting there and the soccer ball is like, it just hit him. Yeah, it's good. It's got a lot of heart. I think you'd like it. It's a Disney I mean, that I, I remember, you know, it's one of those, like, I saw it as a kid. I don't think I was old enough to care about it. Not as funny I, as Heavyweights, but... Oh, as, yeah, heavy, Heavyweights is hilarious. It's really good, though. I, re- I honestly think you would like it. It's got a lot of heart. That's good. I, I like heart in my sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> Which this one has none of, but that's okay. None. None. <laughs> like the most heartless but corporate product. It works somehow, I guess. No, this, this, it works for me on nostalgia mostly. Again, I was yeah. laughing. I was laughing legitimately at, at most of the live action stuff. And the cartoon zaniness, I, I dig the energy of it, but the writing for mm-hmm. the cartoon characters most of the time is kind of like, kid aiming yeah well this is where the movie starts to feel fun in the yeah. third act yeah and, and i love how this is like <laughs> the centerpiece of the film i'm like you mean the last 25 minutes right like oh like God. a centerpiece to me is like something that happens in the middle of the movie yeah like, and like, then it's like, like you know like a big more like 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 in independence day the centerpiece is when the aliens are coming down the white house gets blown up yeah exactly it's weird that they wait until the final act to make this like what everybody's here for. Well, yeah, again, it's like you loaded it with so much plot. Yeah, Which, well, and also then they decide to raise the stakes here, and if Michael the monsters Jordan. win, they get Michael Jordan. And it's like <laughs> this whole movie is to distract people. It's like a media campaign to distract people from Michael Jordan's gambling debt, and then you're gonna have him double down and gamble in the final scene of the movie. Like, what <laughs> oh, that's happening? I, I never, I never knew about Michael Jordan's gambling debts. Like, or at least I had forgotten about him. So yeah, that is really funny. It's like. He's gambling his life away. Right. It it's was like, so wait, weird. Like, wait, you have a wife and three children. Do you not? Right. It was it was just really out of place and weird. And like yeah, I was, that, it like, was a weird I was crazy. laughing because I already knew I was, all of that about Michael Jordan and I was dying when I got to the scene. I was laughing at the anime at the cheap animation they used for that sequence where he's telling like what his life is gonna be. Yeah, and then Bill Murray shows up somehow. Just out of nowhere. He just, like, he announces himself. <laughs> yeah, and, well, in the novelization, it's Roadrunner who shows up 
to the game. Oh my rather god. Than Bill really? Murray. <laughs> that sucks. That would have been like, funny if Bill Murray I actually was in the nomination. What? Stop it. Bill Murray showed up. Oh my god. Then the aliens drop Michael off just in time for his big baseball game. After he's been playing for like three hours. Yep, I'm ready for another game. Yeah, we get, I believe I can fly. And they originally had him hit a home run. They cut a lot of from that scene. Uh, <laughs> at least the Pisca cut of Space Jam. Yeah, they thought that that would be unrealistic for him. To oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, they said. Guys, we have to preserve the realism of this film. Not in a home run. <laughs> it's like I could believe in aliens. I can believe in cartoons. I can even believe that R. Kelly isn't as like rapist. But what I cannot believe is that Michael Jordan can play baseball. <laughs> Wait, R. Kelly was in the movie. Well, he does. I believe I can fly. Oh, that. Uh... Yeah, uh, oh, not not that. great that he like I, he's a featured. I didn't music I, I for a children's movie i, I didn't like, i didn't know that i didn't know that that was him like i don't yeah yeah that that's the soundtrack to this to be fair is pretty awesome yeah it's like really awesome i listened to the whole thing today wow i wish <laughs> i, I would i wish i would have like i was like i have to watch this movie again today because i hadn't yes. seen it in a while and i wanted to be like all right whether it's gonna be a a good or bad, I need to rewatch it so I can just remember everything <laughs> and, re- and basically rediscovering it. Well, thanks a lot. I would have never discovered it if it wasn't for you. <laughs> well, no, and I'm, I'm just kidding. No, it was a treat. <laughs> it was a treat, really. No, it. I'm. I'm happy that you got something out of it. Yeah, it made me laugh. Well, I so and it's perfect timing because of the new ones coming out. So it's good well, that I've seen this one. Yeah, I mean, again, it's gonna be funny to me like if they have a callback to this. Yeah, I'm curious, really curious to see now. I'm like really invested in this like franchise. I that <laughs> I didn't franchise. know about until like two days ago. I'm like, <laughs> this is a, a national treasure. No, like, and that, that is that is funny watching it. Like it it I like that it it doesn't watch like a film that you would think would be like beloved by everyone. It's just very this is what I am. Yeah, and it's so much like Ferris Bueller in that sense that it's completely yeah. like be, yeah, commercialized this... pile of shit. Sorry, well, I'll cut that out. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like Fer- Ferris Bueller, I'm like, Ferris Bueller is funny to me. I think if Matthew Broderick wasn't playing, I think that one is heavily dependent on the actress that they cast. Correct. Like, yeah, yeah like, mm-hmm. I've seen it. I As like are it. all John Hughes movies, right? If we're being honest. Yeah. John Hughes was one of those guys, like, yeah, John Hughes movies I've seen most of them are like, he can write funny scripts, but the cast that he got really bring him to life. <laughs> He's just the person that sat down and wrote a script. Yeah. Like, it, it all if depends. If 10 on other people you. sat down and did it, there would have been one better script in that 10. You know what I mean? That's yeah. my opinion. I yeah, I mean, I, I think that he got very lucky. Lucky. Nice. Yeah. And then you get to like Home Alone 3, which he produced, and you're oh like, oh my God. Oh. God. Home Alone 3 is even stupider. Than See, and movie. that's the weird thing about John Hughes, though, is like he gets that shit like Home Alone. And it's like, oh, yeah. Fuck. No, that's a I, I good like... fucking movie. No, Home Alone's great. Like, but I although, it. if you take out Danny Elfman, it doesn't is work that it doesn't work? Yeah, it's not oh, that good of a movie. 
Ah. Let's watch oh. it with no sound. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I will preserve my sound with nostalgia. Thank you. <laughs> right. Sorry, um, I'll get back on track. My bad. No, it's fine. So, Michael Jordan, he rejoins. Oh, yeah. Well, he gives the players back their talent in this like rundown gym. Oh, my then, God. That, that's, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, and the, again, to date a little bit, it's like the one guy's like, he's like, not Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just got this big glowing basketball and he's like, touch it. They got all their powers back, like powers. They get their fucking their talent back. I mean, yeah. I thought I think it'd be funny if like if the thing screwed up and they each got each other's talent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a freaky Friday situation. That would like, have been great. Friday basketball edition. <laughs> they should have done that. They yeah. put so much crazy weird shit in this movie that would have been so perfect. <laughs> like, why don't you do that? You just had right. Michael Jordan land a freaking spaceship on a baseball field. Why not end it on a freaky Fridayism? Yes, that would have been perfect. That's pretty genius, actually. <laughs> then Michael Jordan rejoins the Bulls and they celebrate. end credits. And it cuts credits. Like I love nineties. Like, so movies. bizarre. <laughs> I love nineties movies for like just cutting the credits as soon yeah. as things are resolved. Like, just, they like, should have fall- ended it at the game, right? Like like falling action does not exist. In no, 90s. what? Why didn't it end at the game? I don't know because we had to have that see- we had to have that shot of his son giving him a thumbs up for no reason. Oh, I guess race jam with Jeff Gordon was another one. <laughs> and then Jeff skate. <laughs> skate jam. jam with Tony no. Hawk. Oh, I, oh my god, I was just going to guess that. I didn't know. Oh my god, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, no, no, no. Do do a act jam with Johnny Depp. I have a few more notes here. It says a sequel mm. to Space Jam is coming. Yep, we know that. Okay. They yep. did, they a new, did approach, a new legacy. <laughs> yes. I guess they did approach the director for from this one, and he is not interested at all. Um, <laughs> there will never be another Michael Jordan. That's my opinion. No. Okay. He yeah. is beyond his sport in a way that LeBron James is not. And that's why I don't have high hopes for Space Jam 2. Also, kids don't even know who Looney Tunes are. And although my kids did love this movie, oh, um, yeah. just the novelty of the concept of real actors with cartoons is something you can't replicate because it's done all the time now, essentially, right? Yeah, it, it, not all the time. It, it's, it's a bit more common now. And, right, it's not. It's lost. It's uh, like, like even Looney Tunes back in action did it, and that was. I feel like kids are not impressed by that now. No, like and I was like, I know, like they've got like the Looney Tunes show, which I haven't watched. It, it may surprise you, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't follow the Looney Tunes very much. Like, I know them from this movie. I know them from Looney Tunes back in action. I mean, I I've love the tunes, but I just I'm not trying to watch Looney Tunes. No. And, like, my thing about this is they're doing this clearly for our generation, yeah, not for sad. the kids. It's and sad. so when I see people complaining about, like, oh, my God, they've got the droogs in the background. I'm like, oh, yeah, because it's aimed at us for some reason. Yeah. I, I think what people miss is that it's uniquely suited to this moment, to that moment in time. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a 90s. I didn't even know about Michael Jordan's things. Mm -hmm. Now that I do, it's like wow, there's a lot going on in this underneath all of it. 
Right, it's a biopic. It's not going to work. I don't I don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to cash in. And maybe that's, okay, that's the big question for me with this is yeah. how okay, so you know they wanted to do a sequel. Okay, so they can't get him to sign on. Why yeah. didn't they go to Shaquille O'Neal or Kobe Bryant? Um I feel like either one of them could have well, had pretty big sports. Well, cuz I feel like franchises. well, well, Shaquille O'Neal is not really Shaquille O'Neal is not really known for like he's they tried to give Shaq an acting career and it his stuff underperformed. Like he's been labeled as a poor actor. You know, not that not saying that Michael Jordan is a great actor by <laughs> no, any Michael, stretch. No Michael Jordan. You watch, like you watch well, I've seen uh, of course it's a superhero movie because I love superhero stuff. I saw his superhero movie called Steel. Okay. It was not it's even more of its time and moment than this is i'd argue and he's not to be kind he's not great in it okay whereas like michael jordan's expected to carry this movie and he's not an actor and he does pull it off actually yeah he pulls this off like Mm -hmm. they give that he's not asked to stretch very much just be charismatic be yourself Mm -hmm. and he is naturally charismatic you can tell yeah yeah, he he can he does have it's interesting like, that he didn't want to act because he yeah he would have been a good actor. Yeah. I mean yeah I I'm yeah, not good. I, get, I shouldn't say good. No, he, no, he, he would have been, been an, he would have been an actor. Yeah, like I mean, I, I do agree. I, I do agree with Cecil Ebert of all the ridiculous things they said. I do agree that he should have he could have put like supporting roles maybe not leads. If oh no, it would require. I can see him in comedy. Yeah, he's yeah. I was even kind of like uh, now I'm just imagining like Spike Lee resurrects Michael Jordan's career and he's suddenly right. this fantastic despian. Right. <laughs> like he did with Topher. It's like he did with Topher Grace for the Black Klansman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is the music at the end good? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Black uh, Eagle. I love those himself. it could have never been you (laughs) i think honestly bugs was better than some of the humans in this movie like acting probably i mean yeah but honestly looney tune merchandise dominated during this time this was this was great for what it was and the fact that they couldn't replicate it or didn't follow up onto more merchandising through doing this idea a thousand more times yeah, I mean, is that, interesting it, to me that no, Michael Jordan's been the only person that could pull this off. Like, it's really well, fucking interesting. No, it is. Because, like, you, you look at this and it's like, I can totally see why they want to do, like, you know, Jackie Chan doing a spy mm-hmm. thing. 600 billion, but with a B. Billion with a B. Uh, God, and even like the budget, also the budget on this thing compared to the original one, Warner Brothers is betting really big on the sequel. I think too much. Oh, definitely like, too much. This one Nobody was like movies anymore. I think I think this one was like maybe sixty-five million dollars to make or something. Like it was a really slow number, and the second <laughs> one is getting like two hundred million dollars. Jesus. In, you know, let, let me double check that. And be this sure. one had an eighty million dollar budget. Eighty million, yeah. Yeah. And let, and let me check what Space Jam's. Two. I want to see what it grossed. So, and it did gross one hundred and fifty nine. So, good. but worldwide two fifty. 
I mean, okay. that's a nice little payday. It's like, <laughs> but that's just for the movie. The merchandising, and I, I mean, I feel like everybody listening to this is a kid of the 90s. So, like, they know. Yeah. I don't really have to tell you that, like, Looney Tunes was everywhere. Was it was the state fair. It was, like, yeah, on was, every, was, every shirt. Everything. For a product of its time, I think it works. Like, it's a nice piece of 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice, yeah, this was a good treat. I'm so glad I watched it. Um, so <laughs> with, glad. With all of the ridiculous stuff in it. Yes. Oh, wait, no, and actually, there's one other thing, too, that we forgot to mention, where they basically just make light of, like, athletes using drugs to perform well in games. Oh, yeah. That, that like, he's like, Michael's secret stuff. I'm like... Pretty wild. Wow. Yeah, and the gambling. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it's like the screenwriters, I think there's like four screenwriters on this. You're they were just it. like, all right, we're going to make this as, as crazy as possible. Ooh, we've got some some hot takes about why the new Space Jam trailer is so gross. <gasps> okay, why is it oh gross? Oh my God, I don't know. Okay. The trend of movies that seemingly exist just to advertise intellectual property vaults is unsettling. Okay, calm That's down. what this movie was. <laughs> right? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's, the, that's the first movie, and you love the first movie. The trailer, oh my god, buckle up. The trailer okay. for Space Jam, A New Legacy, underlines the dark horror that animates too much of Hollywood's right now. And honestly, too much of capitalism right now. Oh my god. Wow, this person needs to take so take, many Xanax and take a chill pill, bro. It's just Looney Tunes. <laughs> the upcoming film of follow-up to the mediocre. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna get so many negative comments Yo, for saying that. Mediocre 96 Michael Jordan Looney Tunes character play basketball movie. That's so rude. <laughs> what? That is much love. By some, for some reason. Oh my for god. Some, dude. I don't even know if I can keep reading. Oh, that that's hilarious. Trans LeBron James in Looney Tunes Tune World, where he becomes a cartoon to save his son, who has been kidnapped by the ruler of something called the Serververse. Okay. The, the Serververse? Serververse. They're played by John into the server verse. It's like in the spider verse. Oh, old, I can't even say it. Okay. <laughs> no, and, no, it's like, this and the thing that shocks me about it, I was like, they got Don Cheadle was the villain in this. The superstar must win a game of basketball against the goon squad. James's teammates are, of course, the Looney Tunes. That's awesome. I want to see that. That that's more I, I exactly what I said I wanted out of this movie. Perfect. I just watched it. It would be the last twenty minutes before any basketball was played. Yeah, like, but no, what really, it says. But no. what's more important about Space Jam Two isn't the attempt to rip off the first movie's premise. No, what's important is what what exists within the server verse. Early in the trailer, as James flies through sad server verse, he passes two yeah. planets marked with visual iconography, making clear they represent the Game of Thrones and the Wizard of Oz. Oh two my properties God. owned by media Warner Media. Oh my the parent God. company of Warner Brothers. Oh my God, they all are, the police. They are trying to do ready player one. Jam. 
Oh my they god. Are, they are trying to do like video player Who one cares? again. With this. this person needs to fucking get a life. Oh my god. No, like, I, I, like, I'm the one reading it. <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. Like I saw a lot of people's reactions to the trailer. It was like, oh my god, so much stuff. I'm like, yeah, and what? it looks cool. So what? Yeah, like what? That's it what looks cool. Always, that's what it is. That's what it's been. What are you I talking mean, it, about? Like, the entire reason this doesn't is, reflect the the fake fullness of my fucking vapid culture. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like people are getting too into this film. It's like let the film come out first. I mean, it, it's like it's like when everybody freaked out out of Ralph Breaks New and called it the next emoji movie just from the trailer. <laughs> okay. And it was like, come on. The emoji movie gets way too much hate, I feel like. Yeah, I I I saw about like 30 minutes of it and I was like, this isn't good, but it's nowhere near the worst animated film ever. Like I've heard. It's got a lot of heart too, actually. That's I mean sweet ending. I like it. I like the I've seen a view though, so I know it is. I like the message that it's going for. Yeah. I like the message it's going for. Um, it's got some fun dance scenes. Yeah, I, I've seen I don't seen, know like, why I'm scene. defending this movie. I've just had to watch it a whole bunch of times with my kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Watch something enough times and you'll find the good in it. I feel that way about Cat in the Hat. Oh, my God, really? I've watched that movie with Alec Baldwin. Like, yeah, a I've seen it. I, I, I've, I've seen it. Like, I've yeah. seen it with my roommate a ton. Yeah, like, we're like we're like. I have the, a theory. I, the production design. <laughs> I like the production design of it. That's about it. Isn't it great? I think it's the same guy that did uh, the production design for Nightmare, or not Nightmare. Sorry, um, for um, Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can see that it looks kind of right, like weird dystopian comic book. Uh, like oh, oh, yeah. Of- Actually, the guy. So the guy that directed it does the yeah exactly the guy that does yeah all the production design for timber and made cat in the hat that movie is the only movie he made that's why it looks like that and i was like you can tell that it's made by production like that's where all the effort went in it's so good yeah the writing's not great but it's not not i have a theory that like on your 800th watch or like maybe (laughs) 666th watch (laughs) if you're like on enough drugs and the moon lines up just right it's actually a fucking masterpiece Ah! but you do have to like watch it so many times but to like develop a palette like a taste for it you know what i mean well i once saw a five-star letterboxd review of this thing (laughs) where it was like it's a deconstruction of what we think children's films should be and and i wish i could find it it was so funny like i read most i was like sir you have seen this movie too many times to write this many words about it oh my god i need to see this that's amazing. I, I oh want God, to find amazing. this again. I'm on Letterbox. Just... Find me. I'm on Letterbox. I'm Cassafras. So oh, man, I don't. I don't have a Letterbox. I do. Um, it's worth it. It's fun to read people's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh reviews. no! Like, oh no! I've I've seen reviews on Letterbox, and it's like you gotta join. So you can leave funny reviews, and then you can see what other people have seen, and they can see the, what movies you've seen, and like what you oh, review and rate them as. I'm just, I'm just worried about like, man, you only do the '90s. Oh, I, 
I mean, I leave some pretty detailed, intense reviews for like movies that have one star or like nobody's seen. <laughs> so, yeah. No, like, like, I, like I'm trying. I have to no escape. shame. <laughs> no, I don't normally have any shame either in like what I watch. Like I'll I'll watch pretty much anything except for like I don't do like artsy weird stuff most of the time, but I'll watch pretty much anything else. Hmm. What do you mean by like artsy weird stuff, like Donnie Darko or like no Blue Velvet? It's... Yeah, David Lynch. I'm not a okay. David Lynch. I, I I think I tried to watch Blue Velvet once, and I was just like, this is too too out there for me. We had a hard time picking a movie. We went back and forth quite a bit before we. I know, and like if one. and like if you if you had said no to this, I was gonna say okay, Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that one. That's the one where Paul Giamatti turns blue for a third of the movie. Mm-mm. Frankie Muniz is the kid who lies a lot. Oh, he, I love Frankie Muniz though. That would oh, he. Yeah. It's a it's a fun family movie. What should we do next? Um, yeah, if you want to come back and do the Mighty Ducks, I think that yeah, would be awesome. I would, I, I would love to do the Mighty Ducks because again, that one I can offer like my views on it just as an adult because I don't have any nostalgia for it when I was a kid. Right. Well. Yeah. Like as I, I mean, should we make? an executive decision and just go for D2, the superior movie, or do we do it in order? We have to do it in order. We should, right. we should acknowledge what came before. I guess, I guess. We don't want people to be confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, no, but yeah, I do, I do like both of those movies. I think they are, they are yeah. pretty funny. They're, they've got good heart, good drama in them. Um, I, they do have some flaws for me, but they're minor ones, and I'll discuss next time. Okay, I've it's been a while since I've revisited them, so I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, I'm very excited. That'll be cool. I'm very yeah, excited to do the Mighty Dog. I guess that I like to end the episode by just like giving a recommendation yeah. for book, movie, podcast, anything you want. This week I'll just do a podcast, and. I'm going to say, I've been listening to your favorite band, Sucks. So if you haven't your listened to them. Sucks. Okay, yeah. that sounds fun. They are fun. And I suggest that you, I guess, depending what kind of person you are, either don't start on a band that you love or do. I don't know. I started okay. with a band I loved and I thought they were hilarious, but other yeah, people your, your might get mad. <laughs> your band, it's called The Band You Love Sucks? It's called, yeah, Your Favorite Band Sucks. Your favorite band socks, okay. Yeah, and they're actually really have some great recommendations on music. So, like, if you do like a band that they cover, they'll tell you why they suck and give you, like, other better alternative ones in the same lane. I can't wait. Have they done one on Smash Mouth? Um, I'm not sure if they've done Smash Mouth yet, actually. They've got Pearl Jam, Aerosmith, Destiny's Child, Beck. Um, your favorite band sucks. I'm just writing it down. They did REM, Metallica, they do cover some Queen and Led Zeppelin. So they they take on some pretty big, they've they've got that. That's admirable to take on bands like that. Like, they're some of the biggest in the world. Yeah, they're really smart and funny and fast and when i'm angry i like to listen to them so that's, that's nice. my yeah that's my recommendation yeah. for the week i've yeah i i've got a podcast recommendation i've got a podcast and a film recommendation sweet 
Yeah, uh, for a podcast, I would uh, listen to For Your Reference Pod. They are, you know, like the band, like the band podcast. It's very, they're smart. They're funny. They talk very openly and honestly about like very various different movies. Some of which you may have heard of. Some of which maybe you haven't. But it's always, but they're always interesting to listen to. Okay. And, and for a film. Uh, I recommend About Time. It's a romantic dramedy about a guy that can travel back in time. <laughs> okay. It's got Rachel McAdams and Dom Hall Gleason. Uh, no. Oh my God. I hate Rachel McAdams. Come on. Oh, you do? Oh. Oh, man. That, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't hate her. Like, I just don't love her. I okay. Guess. I don't know. I, I love her, but it's okay. Eh. she's just okay she's not like okay i don't know i mean i I just no it's fine yeah if you like if you like romantic dramedies and rachel mcadams you can i'd recommend watching that that sounds awesome i'm sorry i'll i'll do a better reaction (laughs) no it's okay hey you know what i just spent the last two days that's not okay no it's fine i you know it's fine i put a tweet out a couple days ago where people like what's a popular movie that you don't like yeah like 800 people telling me titanic Whoa! Jeez! Like, like no, like one Dear of you have no been seeing. And like, <laughs> the name so many freaking Titanics. Wasn't it was you like, that I was saying too? Like Rachel McAdams is no Kate Winslet. <laughs> maybe. No, I don't think that was me. I think okay. I would have remembered that. But no, Kate Kate Winslet is very good too, and I would say very mm-hmm. undervalued. I would say she's probably undervalued generally. Like, I wish you did more yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think I told you, um, not natural born killers. Um, Which I, I need to see. American that, Psycho. Yeah, that's yeah, that, two movies. Amer- both of them. I haven't seen either one of them. Oh, I haven't seen natural born killers yet. I've heard people either love it or they hate it. American Psycho, okay. I was mixed on. Yeah. I like I like the casting in it. It's dark. It's very darkly funny at points. Like Heather's. Uh, no, it, it's hard to describe, to be honest. Okay. Like, I don't know even how to. That would be a whole other thing to dive into because Christian Bale's going nuts throughout it. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon. I wonder if I'll like it. Oh, Reese Witherspoon? Damn. She plays his girlfriend in this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like we got like Willem Dafoe's in there too. And whoa. What is it? Josh Lucas, I think. Yeah, it's got a really good cast on it. Directed by Mary, it's directed by Mary Heron. Is it just like violence for violence' sake? Will I be like, oh man, that was like dumb? Or is it? Does it have like a decent like lifetime movie twist? I think it's got a decent. I would call it a high budget lifetime movie. Okay, perfect. That's like right up my alley. So I'm gonna watch this tonight then. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. No, no, it, it, it is it is violence. Like it is a. Oh. It is a horror movie. <laughs> You're it like, is, wait, maybe not watch that, Cassandra. No, <laughs> no, it is a violent movie, but it's the the, the mm-hmm. violence is kind of cartoonish. I could me. like watch it through my fingers a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like again, Christian Bale is playing such a cartoon character. Okay. In this, you know, at right. points, it's hard to take him seriously. 
Yeah, like in the beginning, he's like he's doing that like early two thousand. He's like, I'm going to narrate to myself about who I am <laughs> to the audience. Oh, great! Yes, and yes. it's like <laughs> yeah. the, the tonal shifts in this are so nuts. It's like one needle drop where the first time I saw it, I was like. Hmm. Why? <laughs> Why did you use that song? Oh shit! Okay, good. I gotta watch no, this. This sounds yeah, interesting. This is, a fun, this is a fun, crazy thing that you will either love or despise or hate. Right? I'll be like, damn. Um. Well, I like Space Jam, so I'm glad you recommended it. Other, because yeah, I would have never watched it on my own. I'm. Oh so. yeah, and I can imagine like if somebody hadn't, if if you're not like a, again, if you're not. Like a fan of Looney Tunes, I don't care about basketball. I don't think there's anything here for you. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, like even like as a young girl, I played basketball and I was like swept up in the whole um, Looney Tunes thing, even though I didn't watch Looney Tunes, and I especially hated Tiny Tunes. Oh really? I, I mm-hmm. I've all, I only know Tiny Tunes for that one episode where Bugs says no to alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my god that's what i know that for but yeah but i still knew that this movie was like a big deal i think it's when we like first connected was i saw that you tweeted about true blood uh, and i was like yeah, oh I that's it that I, it's time for me to like actively be involved in your life so <laughs> oh no oh no i oh no, like i love true blood to the point where i'm like yeah yeah twilight and vampire dies need to sit down and just watch how it's done yeah i can't wait okay so you're Almost to season three. It's- uh, actually, no, 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 no. Actually, no, no, no. I'm in, I'm in season three, episode six. Okay, cool. Yeah, season so, three, episode six. I, mean, I just the- got, I got, I just got introduced to the, the werewolf biker bar. Cool. Yeah. Of that. Cool. Once you start getting into like the government of the vampires, it gets, like, it kind of gets weird, and then it gets really good again. So like, don't worry. It doesn't I like steam ever. Yeah, that's good. And also, I love they got uh, Zoko Ivanek. I probably just butchered that name, uh, but Zoko Ivanek is the magister. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The short bald guy. He was yes. on Damages for a season. Yes. He, he's Hannibal great. too. Like he's he's great in everything I've seen him in. I, I, I think Ryan Quanton her. Uh, Jason is on some new Amazon show. Oh, really? Yeah, Ryan Quantum. He's on them, which I've heard is not them. great. Okay. I've heard it's not great and very uh, uncomfortable. Oh, I tried scary. to watch some Paramount show that had Alexander Skarsgård in it, and it doesn't what, even have him in it. Except what, what for is like it? one episode. Um, oh, really? Fuck. It was on HBO Max, and then it was like just the first episode. And then they were like, yeah, they were like, here, I'm going to search it. Hold on. They were like, oh, buy Paramount to watch more. It's like a dystopian show, too. What what like, show is it? Wait, is he an AVP? Anyway, he's in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark called The Ooh. 13th Floor. So I would suggest right. starting with that because it's a funny That's episode. Is that and he's, in, got a nice and he's in it. Um, Let me see. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so much of a fan of his. I own The Legend of Tarzan. Oh yeah, I watched um, Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla, what did you think of that? I've never seen any King Kong movie or Godzilla movie oh. in my life. In my, oh my life, God, that's so. What did you think of that? Because I, I kind of loved it. Like, yeah, 
I just hated Godzilla. I thought I was looking forward to like a more traditional Godzilla or like what I thought of as got like yeah. Reptar. I guess Reptar is what I'm Reptar. thinking. Reptar. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's what I was expecting. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've I got into Godzilla when the 2014 movie came out. Okay. I like yeah, I liked King of the Monsters, Kong Skull Island. But yeah, I, I enjoyed Godzilla as a call. I'm like, yep, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I did skip like a lot of the action sequences. Also, Alexander Skarsgård was dressed most of the time. That was lame. Oh yeah, no, I saw when I saw that he was the stand is what it's called. The stand, okay. It was yeah. lame, really fucking lame. So it didn't. So it's not gonna stand the test of time then. It better not. The stand will fall. <laughs> I hate Paramount TV. They suck so bad. They tried to bring back the Heathers. Do you remember that? Do you don't Wait, never forget? I remember that. I remember when they were going to bring back Heathers. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. I love Heathers for what that period it was. But do not make that now. It will not work now. They're, they just have a bad touch with things, I feel like, Paramount. Anyways, all right, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, right. that, that, was, that was a fun thing done um, the rabbit hole. Yeah, so if you want, do you want people to be able to find you? Yes, uh, you can find me. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook is Kevin the Critic, uh, separate words. Instagram is Kevin the Critic, all one word, and it and Twitter is at Kevin underscore the Critic. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy talking about movies. I ask questions. I'll review pretty much anything. Just you know, be nice to me, and I'll be respectful to you, and we'll have a fun time. Awesome. Yeah, definitely go follow him on all the social media. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cass Explains. Cassandra Explains It All, I think. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's Cassandra Explains. I think it's right. I'm out there. And I guess next time we'll be doing um, The Mighty Ducks. I will. I look forward to that. Yes, I'll be looking forward to that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This was so much fun. I'm happy I could introduce you to this to this great gem of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about the second one whenever that comes out. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think it comes out in May. May. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So we'll do Mighty Ducks after that, so that we can do like a brief talk about Space Jam Two. <laughs> yes. Happily. Yeah, Sweet, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Good night. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right.